Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Well, like a boomerang or a bad penny, we're back. The Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. Cam Stewart, north of the border, he owns and runs all of Canada. He's an important guy. We've gotten people saying, where are you guys? Where have you been? People wanted us to come back. So we're back. It's the Hockey Betting Podcast. We love talking hockey. We're recording this opening day of the 56-game dash. The angles that are going to be in play are going to be astronomical. We're going to have some fun. And listen, it's the best sport to bet. The odds makers can only do so much. Without further ado, drum roll. Here he comes. Fasten your seatbelts. We don't have a drum roll. The production budget's still yeah. pretty weak for Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Yeah, it's been a quite, quite a crazy week. Went to go see the doctor, got in a car accident. But hey, hockey's back. <laughs> so in other words, don't rub you for luck. No, exactly. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens out of the gate. You know, a lot of people are asking, Brian, like, what's going to happen in the, the, the first part of the season? I got to think, you know, maybe players come in a little bit rusty. Uh, the books have really thrown up some interesting numbers. You see some sixes across the boards and a lot of, I got to believe that, you know, holding and, you know, some guys are going to be out of shape. Uh, special teams could be a big, big part of this thing, but you know what? We'll, we'll find some angles, but it should be a lot of fun. And we talked about some play on teams too. Maybe those teams that didn't do well in the bubble, the lesser lights come out and really want to get things started. Like a team like the Sabres or the Senators. All right. We're going to dive into all this, but right out of the gate on the hockey betting podcast. Hey, we are thrilled to be back. Um, but we got business to take care of and it's business. You'll want to take care of our Canadian listeners. Listen, you're going to want to get in and the ability to shop for numbers. Go to our website, thehockeybettingpodcast.ca, thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. And we want to thank uh, the online sports books that are there and the folks in Canada. You guys can get in there. There are sign-up promotions for you. Uh, we got numerous books that are there and available to you. And that ability to shop for numbers, Cam, sign up, subscribe, Play along all year long with us, and we want to thank um, thank them for being on board with us, and you can see all the opportunities that exist for the players there. But it doesn't matter what sport you're betting, Cam, uh, in this day and age of technology, with mobile apps, uh, the ability to shop for numbers. I mean, if you, can, if you can get plus 160 instead of plus 140, or you can lay 20 instead of laying 35, if you can get over five and a half instead of over six, believe me, over the course of time, it adds up. It makes a difference. I've always said it's every bit as important when you bet 
and maybe in this instance, it's where you bet as much as who you bet. You said it, buddy. That's like me, Brian, at the butcher shop. Always trying to make a deal. But you know what? Sometimes that's why you need a couple butchers. Sometimes they're in the right mood. Sometimes they're not. Do I get this lamb shank at this price? Hmm, that uh, that uh, beef of the eye roast looks pretty good. You know what? You, you got to shop around. You're right. You don't want to go to a dollar store to get meat. You got to go to the right places. And I'll tell you, you couldn't be more correct. And that's the thing. Shop around. Think about it. Even if you're a $100 player. $10 over time. Think about the whole season, Brian. It's thousands and thousands. So that's the thing. Um, you know, I'm pretty tight. You know me. I like to spend money. I'll spend more money money on the blackjack table, but I'll try to save a few bucks at the grocery store. And that's what you want to do with the lines, right? Like, that's the thing. You get 10, 15 cents of value over the whole season. It's going to make a huge difference. Huge. All right. Go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca and you'll see all the opportunities that exist for you. And the funny thing is, it's nothing's changed. Here we come in. I'm all excited about the beginning of hockey. And after listening to Cam talk, all I can think about now is a gyro sandwich. Mm. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> a gyro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you give me some. Hey, we had some winners. We get some gyros. Let's party. Let's go. All right. Hey, listen, bud. Let's just dive into some of the angles. Let's give you an overview. And here's some of the things that I think bear very close watching. And right out of the gate, I think there are going to be money-making opportunities. Throughout the course of the year, I'm going to go Gatling gun here. You're playing back-to-back games all the time. The level of intensity is going to ratchet up. Back-to-back goalies are going to be critical. Coaches are going to make adjustments because you're playing the same team back-to-back nights. The team that loses the first game is going to be a moneymaker in game two because they can't afford losing streaks. And we've seen in the NFL market, the football team wins a game, numbers inflated. They're going to go backwards. Team wins the first game, they're going to bump their number up when the dog is actually the side to be on because they can't afford to lose two in a row. And the team that wins the first game can play the backup. The team that lost the first game is going to play their starter back. I mean, travel. There's travel involved, but these guys go got to go to uh, the hotel room, hockey rink, hotel room, hockey rink. They're going to be playing Russian roulette with five bullets at the end of a long road trip. I mean, the angles are through the roof. Uh, are different. There will be many things that remain the same, but there's so many new things, Cam, that we're going to have to take into account. And hopefully knowing what we know will be ahead of the curve on the adjustments the odds makers ultimately are going to make out of the gate. No, you couldn't be more right, Brian. And that's the thing. Like, you got to be on top of this stuff. Like before, with the backup goaltenders, the back-to-backs, and all those other things that are happening. You said it, too. In the COVID era, like, yeah, long road trips. These are things that we definitely, like, that's the thing. you got to put in the effort this time. It's not just you assume these things are going to happen or this guy's going to play. Like, these are big big differences too and some teams back up to starter you know what I mean it's night and day with the goaltending too so we'll figure it out we're gonna find some angles and even in that uh, north division Brian that's the thing like it's a whole country and these teams hate each other to begin with so you know what I mean say things get ugly more penalties this and that like it's just something to keep our uh, eye on because uh, it's gonna be interesting this year we're gonna say but I love the way hockey's done it I love the all north division I, I don't even care about the conferences. You bet divisions and you bet Stanley Cup futures. That's the way it goes. And I got to be honest with you, I like this. I hope it stays. I oh, think I it's think fantastic. It, I think it's well. I don't like the fact that you're not seeing all the other teams play your team. But in this one-off, what's going to be unbelievable? You see, you can't play at this insane level for 82 games and survive. But this is a 56-game sprint, and the thing that will happen, Cam, which is going to be awesome. We're all sitting here drooling. Oh, yeah, can't wait. Calgary and Edmonton, Battle of Alberta. Like, we drool for that during the season. 
rivalries are formed on the ice. And what's going to happen is God only knows what's the one that's going to crop up to go, my God, you better not miss the next game. It could be something as stupid as Arizona and San Jose. You know, somebody runs Eric Carlson and feeds him an elbow into the glass in the first game. The next game's going to be a bloodbath. And and they're going to, I mean, the intensity, they're like playoff games. It's going to be great. There's going to be all these new angst and bad blood and rivalries that forge from this. No, I agree. And uh, there's the, I don't know what's going to happen in this North division. These guys are going to kill each other on, on a good day, Brian. They're going to see each other time and time. Like guys like Kachuk, it's going to be like Cujo just foaming at the mouth with rabies wanting to get his hands on some Turkey, right. And just wring his neck. This is what, no, that this is, it's going to be wild. And you said it, not a full season, but we got under 60 games. These guys are going to be pounding each other. I love the way it's set up. Like it's interesting. I know a lot of people that weren't even like hockey betting, uh, fans, but now they're talking like everyone's jacked up uh, about the NHL. And I think in COVID, this sport did a great job in the bubble last time. And I think they'll do even a better job this time. Hopefully everybody stays safe and we don't have to cancel any games. And man, we're going to have a lot of fun. Well, and just specific to the Canadian listeners, again, go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca and, and see what, what all the options that are out there for you to get involved with these games. But I mean, you can speak to this. You're right there on the front lines. All right, we're starting with Montreal and Toronto. Bet monster rival, and then they're playing back-to-back. That's where it starts. But a team like the Leafs camp, now, there's no fans, but when they go to Vancouver and a third of the building are Leafs fans, you know, the Canucks get a stone in their shoe. And believe me, all the other teams in Canada kind of get an inferiority complex that the Leafs get all this attention. Well, but they're not playing them twice now. They're playing them eight times. I mean, the Leafs, to me, are are the team that has a, believe me, they've got a target on their back up there. I agree. And uh, the betting market still loves Toronto. And I'm going to be honest with you. Montreal's they made some great moves on the offseason Toronto they still have what they still have bad defense and they still have goaltending issues on their back end they're a problem and their forwards don't play the complete game sure they might score five or six goals but they're going to give up a lot of goals and you're going to see totals with Leaf games Brian six and a half but you know what I I would tend to take overs in their games because there's not going to be a lot of defense and they're going to have to score four or five to win on a nightly basis. I don't think the Montreal Canadiens are getting enough respect from the betting market. I think they're fantastic. They picked up Jake Allen as a backup goalie to carry price. All the guys, Gallagher, if he stays healthy, he's a, he's a nut job. He'll go out there and, you, oh, you, lo- you, yeah. you, lo- you love to play with them. You hate to play against them. How about Gallagher, the Gallagher, Perry, and the dude from Columbus? Those guys are going to be oh, Anderson. In- oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, listen, I love the moves Montreal made. And, like, right out of the gate, first night, I mean, this game could be 3-3 after one. You know, the thing is, now, the, the, the goalies could be ahead of the shooters because they – got to throw this out there, Cam. There's a buyer beware mentality you've got to employ here coming in. But I, I just go back to the World Juniors. I'm watching. I'm all stoked. I want to watch the Sabres guys. I want to watch Cousins and Quinn and the Johnson kid and Paterka. I know I'm focused on them and the Golden Knights guys I got to follow, Krebs. And I'm watching these guys like right out of the gate going, oh, okay. I mean, oh, I'm just hoping for more. And then the second game hit, and a couple of them played way better. By the third and the fourth game, I'm like, whoa, there it is. Now I see what they were looking at. Individuals and the teams got so much better and the quality of the hockey by the fourth game and on the, the end 
trip to the end of the road in the World Juniors, those kids hadn't played hockey since February. They were shaking the most unbelievable amount of rust off, and now we got seven teams that didn't make the bubble. you got to watch and see who's actually playing pretty good here because I think there will be some teams that are really sloppy and bad out of the gate. And the problem is, Cam, you can't go one in five in this format. You may not ever come back over that hill. No, it's a really good point, Brian. I'll tell you too, like, look at the NBA example, like all the nights, these basically me, you and a drunk horse are like fielding teams right now. Like you look at the Miami heat, they're plus 14. They're covering against Philadelphia, all these other teams. It's like, where, where did we pick these guys up? You know, outside the Salvation Army, they're covering numbers. So I, I look at it that way and go, okay, so what teams didn't do well? What teams need to come out of the gate hot? The Sabres. The Senators aren't getting any respect. The Montreal Canadiens, I think, are a team that people need to look at. Like, it's the team with teams with pedigree that did really, really well and overachieved. Those are going to be the teams that I fade, kind of like the Dallas Stars. You know, like, they played really well last year. Can they do it again? I'm not so sure. So, I think a lot of these clubs, Bri, you know, they're going to have to come out, and they understand it's a shortened season. We might not be as good, but if we get off to a hot start, maybe we can, uh, you know, maintain it and find a way to slip into the playoffs. You're the sound effects guy. What does a drunk horse sound like? I've never heard two horses burp. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're basically taking drugs. Like, like, I'm looking at these G League players going, how does this? And then next thing you know, they're losing by two when they're 14-point dogs. Like, is that going to happen in hockey? Like, are the Devils going to come out hot? Are the Senators going to come out? Like, the teams that didn't get to taste the bubble, fresher? There's a lot of different angles, right, Brian? We got to, you know, hopefully we, well, we nail I would a couple. Say, I would, well, fresher or, well, they'll be hungry. Hungry. You know? uh, and I'm hungry. <sighs> I get hungry when we do the show. All right, so I just think of the dynamics that are in play yes. here. The, the one thing, don't lose sight of the fact, too, uh, the trade deadline this year, This is going to be wild because don't forget, and we'll we'll get to it when we get to that point of the season. Don't forget Seattle is coming into the league. Yep. And teams are going to be dealing with the Kraken. And after the way so many of them got fleeced by the Golden Knights, they're going to go, here's my list, take a guy, lose my phone number. But what they're going to do is when they sit there and go, I got three quality guys, and I know for sure Seattle's going to take one of these guys, they're going to trade the other two and to try to get something back. This trade deadline is going to be a circus act. No, you're right, Brian. And uh, that's the thing. <laughs> I could tell you one thing, Seattle's not going to be getting the same type of players that Vegas did. Oh, I couldn't, no. like, that's ridiculous. Like, what kind of professional sports team? You're going to the Stanley Cup in a couple years in existence? Like, that's just, it's unheard of, like, how, how well Vegas did. And you're right, they fleeced team. They got star players, guys, you know, who needed to prove themselves. It's just one of those situations. The Kraken, they're going to take years to get better. I would like to see them actually more like the Ottawa Senators, more like the Lightning when they came into the league because what Vegas did is just absolutely dumb, and I don't think it's going to happen with Seattle. You're right, Brian. Lesson learned. All right, let's go through each division. Gatling gun, and then we'll get into some games. We don't have to go bananas on all these teams. All right, let's start with, all right, let's start with the Central. I think Tampa Bay, Stanley Cup hangover in their sleep. They're one of the top four. By the way, top four make the playoffs. They play their way out of the division and into the semifinals. That's the format. 
Um, I think, you know, Tampa Bay is going to be Tampa Bay and they're going to be good, but they're going to be some big numbers. They're going to be out there some nights, Cam. And in this format, I think they're going to be nights when you, you say tonight's the night, somebody's going to get the best of the lightning, but they're the class. I think Columbus is a nice team, uh, dangerous when you get to the playoffs. You know, long regular season. The Blackhawks decimated by injuries. That was sickening for them. Preds have burned our money for far too long. Carolina is my pick to win the division. Red Wings got a lot of work to do. And if there's a team in there that I think regresses in the Central, I think Dallas regresses. I think they got a Tootsie Roll and Lightning in a bottle with a backup goalie in the bubble. But I like Carolina to win this division. Couldn't agree with you more. It's actually crazy. We're, we're going to have some different picks, but I love you. I love Carolina. You're telling me the Carolina Hurricanes are four to one compare in comparison to Tampa Bay's plus one forty. Tampa Bay without Kucherov, that's a huge loss. I know Sorelli and these other guys stepped up, but still, man, that's crazy. Carolina is very, very close too, and they had injuries in the playoffs too, and they lost a lot of guys, Brian. So I'm going to tell you, I agree with you. As for the Dallas Stars, good team, but doing it again. Eh. No, plus 490, can't do it. Columbus, you're right, they're gritty. And it's going to be interesting. Florida's a team that has disappointed us every year. I'm not even touching Nashville. Are they eventually going to call one of these kids up to be their goaltender? Goaltending has been an issue with the Florida Panthers since the inception of time. They haven't been able to find a guy. It's been their Achilles heel for a long time. Nine to one, maybe they sneak in the four hole there, Brian, but I love it. Carolina to win the Central at four to one. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm going to let you go first. That's four times. There you go. The East, I will let you go first. I think by a mile, it's the toughest division in the league. Oh, the East is fantastic. These guys are going to murder each other. Even like the Devils and Sabres at the bottom are going to win some games. Boston at plus 250. You know what? Everyone's like, oh, they're aging long at the tooth. They always find a way. And the guys that they have on their team are true professionals. You can't count them out. But I will say this. The Philadelphia Flyers to win the division at plus 450. Yes, I'm buying in. Pittsburgh, I don't think, is deep enough. The Washington Capitals, I don't really like what they're, what they're doing. Uh, maybe I'm taking them too lightly. I love the way uh, the Islanders play under Barry Trotz. The Rangers have great young talent. They're close, but they're not going to get there. So I'm going to say the Philadelphia Flyers, Brian, at plus 450 would be my bet to win the East. I love Carter Hart. They got guys coming off uh, injuries as well. Their veterans have been playing better. They're inspired. The Flyers can play a tough game. They can score. They can play defensive. They can do a lot of things, and Carter Hart steals games. Give me the Philadelphia Flyers at plus 450. I'm with you. It's amazing. I I like the Flyers. Uh, The Caps, the Bruins, the Penguins. uh, The the Bruins don't wow you. They just win games. Uh, Losing Krug doesn't help. And Shara, but, you know, listen, McAvoy's a good young guy, and organizationally, they're good. Washington and Pittsburgh getting long in the tooth. Pittsburgh, to me, is dicey. Um, the Rangers on, are going the right way. Islanders are a nice team. I, I, I'm going to take a shot here, Cam. I think Lindy Rubble will do some work with the Devils. The, those games, when they play the Rangers and the Islanders, you know, give them sticks and knives and get it over with. It's, you know, they're going to be sending messages for down the road. But I'm, I'm going to call my shot here, and in full disclosure, and everybody knows that's listened to this thing, I think the Sabres, I think they can make the top four. I really do, and I'll tell you, it's one of those things. The Bills won their first playoff game since Moses wore short pants, and it's one of those things where like, the, the Sabres w- desperately want, want to feel that, and I, I look at the additions they made. You got Eichel Hall, the Tage Thompson kids actually playing on the first line, and he could have a breakout year. 
but you bring Cousins, and Quinn made the team. I can't believe it, but Cousins from the World Juniors coming in with Eric Stahl on the second line. Uh, Olison, who would have scored 30 last year as a rookie's on the second line. Jeff Skinner's got to get his head out of his backside. Skinner! But he's on the fourth line, Cam. He's I know. a former 40-goal scorer. I'm yes. telling you, the totals, the first game is Washington-Buffalo, the total six. Let me tell you something. It ain't going to take more than a week and a half. The totals on Sabres games should be six and a half. They're going to score a ton of goals. I mean, seriously, they're going to score a ton of goals. Eichel's going to go bananas this year. Olmark and Hutton are the goalies. That's the question mark. The other guy that's going to produce a boatload of points with the more talent on the forward line, watch out for the points that Darlene racks up. Yeah, I agree with that. In his third year. Doesn't your goaltender, isn't he blind in one eye, though? Nah, but he fixed it. They got him. he He had an eye transplant. Sorry, Lasix, Lasix. The funny thing is, the same is coming around the corner. Ooh, last year, Hutton lost 11 games in a row, and then it came out he had vision problems. Yeah, Minor detail for a goalie. <laughs> well, but once they fixed that, he won four in a row. Yeah. Uh, and, and Olmark, by the way, was like the third best goalie in save percentage before he got hurt. I think Olmark's not anywhere. I think Olmark can play a little bit. That's the big question mark. But I'm just telling the nature of their games, Cam, it's track meet city. So I'm telling you, uh, they start with the Cats at the total six. I'll tell you by two weeks from now when we do this, Sabres totals are six and a half. No, I agree with that. I think Buffalo, and that's the thing, I think they're going to give up goals. They're going to score a lot of goals. They get the same kind of tendencies as the Leafs. And uh, I, and you talked about Skinner. This guy on five-on-five five scoring is like a top-five player. People don't realize that. He's on the fourth line. He needs to be better, though, because his days in Carolina, this guy was one of the best players in the league. Buffalo is actually kind of a sleeper. You're right. If they get any type of goaltending, I don't think they're going to win the division. But, yeah, like obviously sneaking into the playoffs in the four-hole, it's possible. Wait, 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 I'm, I'm, I watched their scrimmages, Cam. Where do you where do you see Eichel and and Hall together? It's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's pretty good. All right, let's go to the North. First of all, the North. Why don't you just call it the Canadian Division and get it over with? All right, I like I like Edmonton camp. I you know I, I really do. I mean, you're giving me a starting point of McDavid and Drysidle hopping on the ice every night. The problem is, you know, McDavid. You know, defensively, he's got to get better. I, I, as great as he is, but I, I there's something telling me Edmonton, because again, I think everybody loves Toronto. I just think Toronto. Everybody, everybody is going to be just circling Toronto. They're going to be getting everybody's best shot every night. Here's the thing: Toronto's a good team, and you know maybe Jumbo Joe's not done, and I think the young guys will help him. Does he got one more kick at the can? But the Leafs still have major problems. Their back end's horrible, and their goaltending's inconsistent. I look at this too. To me, I think it's two. Th- I, you know what? I don't want to be uh, back, back, back. I sound like Morenzi giving me the chicken uh, call and, when and I'm I, teasing I, games. I would I know, do two bets. I, I would I know, do two I, bets. I know you love the Habs. I love the Habs. But That's what I'm saying. I'm going. If you give me the Oilers at plus four sixty and Montreal's at plus four sixty, if one of them wins, you win money. And I am a Leaf fan, but I'm also realistic. I'm not like delusional Leaf fan who thinks these guys are like the, the second coming of God. They got a lot of issues. I hope they do better, and I hope, hope their players actually play a, a tough game. I'm sick and tired of the way they float. They play shinny hockey. It pisses me off. The Edmonton Oilers and Montreal Canadiens at plus 460, you slice it down the middle. One of those teams wins the division. Sign me up. I'm with you, and I will tell you this. I cannot talk to us in two years. I hope we're still doing this thing. The hockey betting podcast.ca. 
uh, you know, it, it turned into barstool sports. You know, <laughs> I, 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 but I'm telling you, in, I'd, like, in, I'd like to turn it into yeah, in, you know, my, I, my water bill, but sure, barstool sports yeah, sounds good. Cool. You know, but, hey, you shoot high, you know, aim, aim small, miss small. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I'm telling you, talk to me in two years. The Ottawa Senators, man, this Stutzler kid's a stud. The prospects they got, they're going to ruin a lot of people, people's nights this year. I think they're in the hunt for a while, but Ottawa, watch out, man. Watch out in two years. The thing about Ottawa is they're going to be one of those teams, Brian, when teams are on like the back end and they have to deal with Ottawa and take a night off and we're going to get a juicy plus 260 and they're going to win a game like five to two. That's the thing we're going to do with Ottawa this year. We got to keep an eye on them. I agree. In two to three years, I think these guys are going to be contenders. They have great young talent on their team. And uh, you know what? In, in hockey, you get a lot of those upsets. That's that's why it's a great sport to bet, right? It's just you don't show up. You get, you, you, as you say, boat raced. You get absolutely slapped up. And Ottawa can do that with the amount of, like, they have a lot, got a lot of guys with work ethic. They got talent. It's just going to take them a couple years to grow. But at 48 to 1 in the division, they're not winning. But I'll tell you, in a couple of years, that number is going to go from 48 to, like, 5 or 6 to 1. That's for sure. All right, if we arguably, it sounds like we're in agreement on some stuff here. If we like Toronto, Edmonton, and Montreal, who is, is the team we're not putting in the hopper here? Calgary, well, no, Calgary, Winnipeg, Vancouver. Those three, which one makes it? Uh, which one makes it? I think Vancouver. I think Vancouver squeaks in. It's tough. Between Vancouver and Calgary, I have a lean to Vancouver. I like what they did last year. I like their young players. I think they got good team chemistry. Green's done a great job with these guys, actually, too. The Jets, even though they have Hellebuck, I just don't trust them. The back end, Brian. The defense it, it, it's is just, terrible. It's, it is, and, they, and they've never gotten the guys back that they needed to. Calgary, Calgary has good players, but they're just – they're too. and you know what? Their goaltending's too inconsistent. I got to go with Vancouver. I mean, I mean, Vegas just put Nick Holden on waivers, right? Mm-hmm. And he cleared waivers, and he's back. I mean, what would the hell's Winnipeg doing? That's a great point. Why, why wouldn't Winnipeg claim a guy like Nick Holden? I mean, he's a Nick solid. All right. He's a solid, you know, third pair defenseman. On Winnipeg, he'd be the face of the franchise. He's <laughs> the franchise, but he'd be in the top four defensive pairings. I, I don't know what this what these guys are doing either because they still have talent. Like you look at up and down the roster with Wheeler and Lane and all these other guys that they have. Like that's the thing, Connor. Like they're good. Like they have good snipers on their team. But then you look at their defense and go, Pff. like Hellebuck's a good goalie too. Like what are you doing? Go out and get a couple defensemen. You become contenders. I just oh, man, I, you, I don't know what Winnipeg's up to, but I can't. T- I, I think I think Vancouver squeaks in. It's really tough. I got so you got Edmonton, Montreal, Toronto. Give me Vancouver. Who's your fourth? I, 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 I'm just I'm picturing, Calgary? I'm picturing Connor Hellebuck at IHOP, you know, eating breakfast in the morning, and the guy, he's sitting there twitching. I mean, this kid's facing so much rubber. <laughs> he's, like, making saves, yeah. eating breakfast. He works at the, he works at the, uh, at the Trojan factory. I know. I, I'm with you. If I saw that guy in IHOP, I'll tell you, I watch a lot of serial killer shows. Connor Hellebuck, like, the way that guy, he just can burn a hole through me. I, I'll look over at this guy. Next thing you know, I got lasers going through my skull. Yeah, that guy, like, he, he's, he's got the, the serioso look. 
that serial Buddy, killer. I, look. I know you mess did it. I, That's what they say about goalies, right, Brian? I work with Gabe. They're either insane or the quietest guys in the room. I don't know about Hellebuck. He's quiet, but damn, he's scary. Like, if oh, they had a but, pitcher for, like, most wanted, I think uh, he's out but, there. He, he I looks know like when a killer. You were, you were doing the road to the cup the one year, <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the first year the Golden Knights played the Jets in the playoffs, and I'm in the Jets room, and I, you're right. I mean, I'm interviewing this guy, and I, I got the I got the, the, the microphone, like, extended as far as I'm like leaning <laughs> backwards. I'm like, ah, yeah, it's like, honestly, I mean, you know, it's like a horror show. Oh yeah. No, if looks could kill <laughs> hell, bucks, a murder. Like, you know, he's got that like scary goaltending, like I'm crazy kind of look, and he's a great tender, but I don't really uh, like what the jets brass have done. Like you had to get better on defense. Like you, you know what the problem is. It's not that difficult. I know it's hard to get, some defensemen, but you even need depth. Like, cause that's the thing. If they have any type of defensive injuries, it's just going to be a train wreck again. They're a good team, but I don't, I just, nah, I'm going to, have to I, pass. I, and I, I honest to God, man, I don't, I don't know what to do. You know, with, with Calgary, I, it, you know, I mean, I, the go, maybe Markstrom makes a difference in, in Vancouver. The other side of this, Okay, you got Holtby there. One of those, you know, the, the, that that's a move that had you tailor made getting ready for Seattle. But you know, Demko caught a tootsie roll in the bubble. Mm-hmm. But is he the guy? And, and Holtby, Holtby, maybe maybe it's like you know, you got Holtby and a Matt Murray in Ottawa. Maybe change the scenery does something for these guys. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, it's very tough, Brian. Like. I, I, I just look, it's like, what team's going to miss? You tell me top four, I'm going to go Leafs, Oilers, Canadians, and Canucks. All right, finally, let's go to the Pacific Division. Honestly, Cam, it, you know, technically I could see maybe some regression, some from St. Louis, losing Petrangelo, but they get Krug. But to me, I mean, in your sleep, it should be, in you pick the order. I like Colorado to win the Cup, so I'll so say Colorado. I. I mean, it's Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis, the top three, and who rounds it out? I don't even know. I'm not sure if St. Louis is going to be in the three-hole, maybe the four-hole. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Arizona. I've been waiting for them to get better all the time. I know they're a little bit flaky. Doan's there now. I think they're going to be better, Brian, but it's tough. The Minnesota Wild, you can never really count them out. They grind, but I'd have to go with Arizona. Actually, I like the way that division stacks up. I don't think Anaheim can do it. San Jose and L.A. L.A. is going to be better. I think we can bet on them a little bit this year. But, uh, no, I think that's uh, Colorado wins the division. I got Colorado going to the Stanley Cup final, too, plus 140. It's actually not even a bad price. It's between them and Vegas, and I think Vegas has problems. So, give me Colorado, plus 140. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I think Colorado wins a cup if they stay healthy. Now, I think San Jose can bounce back a little bit. I, think I don't. Well, I know they're a dog's breakfast, but the Anaheim, the Arizona, the organization's a train wreck, and then they got rid of some good guys up front. Uh, I don't know. Oh, by the way, I got bad news. Yeah, you're never getting the fifty bucks of Andrew Kane owes you. <laughs> does he owe me fifty? Does he owe me fifty? A hundred? I know, dude. I can't believe like this guy had like a contract for over fifty. Where, where's the money going? Like, you think I got a gambling? What's going on here? Is he got a gambling problem? I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything. I got my own problems. But man, how do you blow that kind of money? Like, he may I, opt out. You know, it, it yeah, might be. No, he's he got. May, he, he's got to play. No, he, he got to make money. 
<laughs> well, no, I, if he if, no, but if he opts out, I mean, a lot of the money he owes is tied into his, his contract. Yeah, it's a good so, point. But if, right. if, if no, if he finds, I mean, you know, we're making cracking jokes, but yeah. in all seriousness, if he files bankruptcy, which I think he did, if if he files bankruptcy, and he doesn't play, that's all she wrote. You know, I, I, he may opt out. He could. Uh, I just, I just like, it's amazing to me. Like how, I don't know how you spend money like that. Like I, and the, and the guys had good contracts, Brian, you know, like when he played, like, you know, with the he Jets owed, and Sabres, like, I mean, Sabres, like the guy made he, money. He, owed he made tw- money. $27 million he owed for, for loans. And I'd say, what is he? Larry King? Is he like have I, seven wives, but he does it. That's the thing. I, oh. I mean, you know, if, if only he had Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, oh, that's crazy though like i just like i owe people money but just billions uh, oh, <laughs> right. holy geez like all right right out of the gate okay. well by the time we turn this around these games will be let's talk let's talk about the thursday game okay cool uh i mean like tonight right out of the gate you gotta love it pittsburgh philly montreal toronto i mean Bitter rivals. I mean, right out of the gate. And yeah, let's play back to back. I mean, this is going to be awesome. Listen, as a Leaf fan, I think, like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know what time the thing's going to air, but before uh, puck drop, Montreal plus 120 looks good to me. And I think the Colorado Avalanche at uh, the, the price has gone up to 50 cents. Uh, you're, you're pretty good with the totals. What totals do you like? Leafs and Canadians? It's uh, yes. six and a half over the I, number. I, 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 Every yeah, time yeah, they I, get together, it's over. I think that game could be 3 3 after one. It could be, yeah. No, I, I agree that I think Colorado gets it done. They're they're going to be a team that's angry. What about Vancouver, Edmonton? Maybe the over there too. Should be a lot of goals in that game. Uh, I, I, well, I wonder. Well, Chicago, started. Tampa. I, 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 I bet if you bet, I bet if you bet totals in every game, I got a feeling more of them go over than under tonight. Well, the interesting thing too. Don't forget the over one and a halfs in the first period. Yeah, you know, good call. Definitely good do call. Montreal, Toronto. I think Chicago, I mean, Chicago, uh, I, I would think, you know, the goaltending sketchy at best, uh, you know, but you still have Kane out there going bonkers. And Thursday, break- Thursday, Brian, your Sabres are a live dog to me. Opening up against Washington, like they'll be fired up. If they can play three periods of hockey plus 115 for the Buffalo I, Sabres, I like and the, I like the over. I like the Sabres and the over in that game. I, and I, 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 I think they're just chewing on nails. Uh, and and don't sleep on them getting Eric Stahl and Taylor Hall. I, I, I think there's a sense of purpose and belief there. And, oh, by the way, Cam, if, if you wanted a little historical thing, the last two years, who started Who started every season the last two years faster than anybody? Buffalo, 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 and, Buffalo. You know, then, they, and, then, as you say, they puke all over and, them. And then they then, – then they and now they get sponsors on the helmet. I mean, you know, they, they, in week twelve or after twelve, fifteen games, they get Thelma and Louise on the helmet. Yeah, barfbag.com. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I uh, but before that, they're like smooth vodka, not like the stuff. Uh, they're like a name brand, not like that uh, fire water you gave me made of lighter fluid. Ricola. Uh, can, can, hey, g- give me a give me a Kamchatka McCormick's. I'm like, no, it's a gallon of vodka for eight ninety five. What a deal. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. It was buy one, get one free. That's the best. <laughs> go to Bla- Blessings for breakfast, a gallon of vodka. Hey, hey, Rhonda, you got some eggs to go to, to go with the vodka? Maybe a little orange juice. Yeah, we'll have some screwdrivers and eggs before we hit the OTB. What a day. <laughs> Betting with Blessing. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. You had sunny side up and you thought they were scrambled. <laughs> exactly. That uh, was an interesting day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we else? Who else you like that day? Uh, what, are you, what are you thinking? Uh, any in opinion, a, Winnipeg, Calgary? That's a tough game. Kind of lean Calgary in that spot. Tough. I, how about Anaheim? A monster dog in Vegas. I, I think these teams, you can make the case. Oh, and some of them will. But you can make the case that, you know, these teams that miss the playoffs, they've been away for so long. But, you know, I'm, to me, is they're hockey players, man. These guys are dying to play. I, I, th- I think that seven, th- seven that missed the playoffs are going to be so hungry out of the gate, and they're going to be d- big dogs in all these games. I bet you four of the seven win their first game. You know what? You're right. If you if you played the blindly bet dog strategy, I think you make it's money. Good. But my fa- but my favorite, I like Buffalo to the over there. And know who else looks good to me, Brian? In, in the late game, I think the Kings at even money against the Wild look pretty good too. And don't forget last year, the Kings or the the Wild there for a while, boy. We were printing money with them. Remember, they were an over team, a surprising yeah. over team. Yeah, no, at five and a half, we might have to look at the over. That's true. Everyone thinks it's uh, the Minnesota Wild play defense. No, they actually, actually they can score some goals and give up goals. I agree. That total might be low. All right. And let me just say, generally speaking, and we'll, we'll put a lid on this bad boy. Who's ahead of the curve here? The goalies have the edge or the shooters out of the gate? I, I, I think shooters. See, like, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like, know there what, are no. Like, I what know about goalies? People. Like goalie, it's a tough position, man. Like, are the like if you're in shape and ready to go, like sure. But man, it's tough. Yeah, but, Go- goaltending takes a while to get into the groove, doesn't it? I, honestly, I know some people say, "Oh, the, the goalies are going to be ahead of the curve," and I'm like, "No." Yeah, but, right, but no, but right now, all they're facing are drills and wrist shots from the top of the I circle. Agree. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, when you have, I mean, you're going to have guys crashing the net. Yes, and and I I kind of like the offense over the goalies. To be honest with you, I agree with you hundred percent. I think that's why we're talking overs, and I think the books are smart to be posting sixes and six and a halves because I think we're going to have a lot of like five to three, four to four to three type games. You know what I mean? I don't see these like two to one games out of the gate. I think there's going to be more overs than unders. I'm with you. All right, so we're back. Uh, we invite you to go to the HockeyBettingPodcast.ca. Say that again. It's a lot of. A lot of letters here, Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hockey Betting Podcast dot CA. All right. And, you know, you get the, the online books that are there. And we tell you sign up and they've got uh, nice, attractive deals for you with match bonuses and things when you sign up. And, and, and I say this, you know, in all sincerity, because and I say this out here, you know, in Vegas, that like if you're coming in from out of town and you're coming in for a four-day weekend, I mean, I tell anybody to listen, get a, get, come into town, get a couple of apps or phone apps. If you live here, you're nuts not to have three or four apps because you literally, not having to go anywhere, can shop and get the best number. And it adds up and makes a difference. So I honestly, I, I mean, with conviction, I would say, you know, if, if you had a couple of the, if you're going to play hockey, Get a couple of accounts, and then you shop back and forth, and you might find a five and a half instead of a six, or plus a dollar sixty instead of plus a dollar fifty. 
It, it I, equate, I equate it to meat shopping, Brian. When I get the rib cap roast at five ninety nine a pound instead of eight ninety nine a pound, I got to smile from ear to ear. You, you, you know what I mean? Who doesn't want to save some money? That's the way I look at it. We're going to be betting this thing throughout the year. By the way, uh, what are you, is, Count Dracula's house? I hear like an organ in the background. I guess you're fired up for hockey. I don't know I'm what the hell is going on. I got some creepy uh, sounds. Maybe that's yeah, from Mike's yeah. place. Creepy. No, it's a landscaper. He's, he's making some weird noise, man. It doesn't well, sound like a lawnmower. It sounds more like a bad organ or something. Well, it's a landscaper or Freddy Krueger. <laughs> it's a, par- a parlay <laughs> of both. An exacta box. Right, but we're back. We're out of the gate. This is going to be and by, by the way, you're, what, what did you call it? A rib cap roast? Yeah, rib cap. Like, you know, when you go to the, you know, you know, when you go to a steakhouse, and you get like a tomahawk cut. That's the rib cap. That's the best one. The marbling of the fat. Like that's, that's the money steak, Brian. I'm not talking about blade steak, the stuff you got to marinate for three weeks. I'm talking about the nice, juicy bad boy. The one that Fred Flintstone puts on his car and <laughs> turns it over. Uh, rib that's, cap. That's not something that was running in the fifth at Western Fair three weeks ago. Buddy, hockey. Yes. We're back. Yep. Good times, Brian. Let's make some money. Let's have some fun. Let's, let's get back to normal. I'm going to get your sorry butt out here. I miss seeing you. <laughs> yeah, I love talking uh, to you. You like seeing me for a few hours, and it's like, get the hell. To, when's the city well, leaving town? <laughs> you, know, you know what? I mean, honest to God, truer words have never been spoken. And to pick Cam and Lisa up at the airport, and, you know, we're talking, and we're halfway to the hotel, and I look at him and go, when are you leaving? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my girlfriend parlayed. That's a lot of that's a lot of vodka, right, Brian? Flammable. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Listen, thank Later, you. Buddy. This is great fun. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Hockey Betting Podcast. We're back, and so is hockey. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing, and if you do. Hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. 
If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at responsiblegambling.org.